0: Her eyes were big and wide and dark, and when she looked up again, strange, startled, shy and sardonic at once. Her mouth, too, was almost pinched, as if in pain and irony. There was something odd and unexplained about her. She would stand balanced on one hip, looking at the fowls pattering about in the obnoxious fine mud of the sloping yard. "'and calling to her favorite white hen, "'which came in answer to her name. "'But there was an almost satirical flicker "'in March's big dark eyes "'as she looked at her three-toed flock "'pottering about under her gaze, "'and the same slight dangerous satire in her voice "'as she spoke to the favored patty, "'who pecked at March's boot "'by way of friendly demonstration. "'Fowls did not flourish at Bailey Farm,' in spite of all that March did for them. When she provided hot food for them in the morning, according to rule, she noticed that it made them heavy and dozy for hours. She expected to see them lean against the pillars of the shed in their languid processes of digestion. And she knew quite well that they ought to be busily scratching and foraging about if they were to come to any good. So she decided to give them their hot food at night and let them sleep on it, which she did but it made no difference. War conditions, again, were very unfavorable to poultry-keeping. Food was scarce and bad, and when the daylight saving bill was passed, the fowls obstinately refused to go to bed as usual, about nine o'clock in the summertime. That was late enough, indeed, for there was no peace till they were shut up in a sleep. Now they cheerfully walked around without so much as glancing at the barn until ten o'clock or later. Both Banford and March disbelieved in living for work alone. They wanted to read or take a cycle ride in the evening, or perhaps March wished to paint curvilinear swans on porcelain with queen background, or else make a marvellous fire screen by processes of elaborate cabinet work. "'for she was a creature of odd whims and unsatisfied tendencies. "'But from all these things she was prevented by the stupid fowls. "'One evil there was greater than any other. "'Bailey Farm was a little homestead, "'with ancient wooden barn and low-gabled farmhouse, "'lying just one field removed from the edge of the wood. "'Since the war, the fox was a demon.' "'He carried off the hens under the very noses of March and Banford. "'Banford would start and stare through her big spectacles with all her eyes "'as another squawk and flutter took place at her heels. "'Too late. Another white leghorn gone. "'It was disheartening. "'They did what they could to remedy it. "'When it became permitted to shoot foxes, "'they stood sentinel with their guns, the two of them, at the favoured hours.' "'But it was no good. The fox was too quick for them. "'So another year passed, and another, "'and they were living on their losses, as Banford said. "'They let their farmhouse one summer "'and retired to live in a railway carriage "'that was deposited as a sort of outhouse in a corner of the field. "'This amused them and helped their finances. "'Nonetheless, things looked dark. "'Although they usually were the best of friends,' because Banford, though nervous and delicate, was a warm, generous soul, and March, though so odd and absent in herself, had a strange magnanimity, yet, in the long solitude, they were apt to become a little irritable with one another, tired of one another. March had four-fifths of the work to do, and though she did not mind, there seemed no relief, and it made her eyes flash curiously sometimes.' Then Banford, feeling more nerve-worn than ever, would become despondent, and March would speak sharply to her. They seemed to be losing ground, somehow losing hope as the months went by. There alone in the fields by the wood, with the wide country stretching hollow and dim to the round hills of the White Horse, in the far distance, they seemed to have to live too much off themselves. There was nothing to keep them up, And no hope. The fox really exasperated them both. As soon as they had let the fowls out in the early summer mornings, they had to take their guns and keep guard. And then, again, as soon as evening began to mellow, they must go once more. And he was so...